0: how to understand anything by pretending you're 12. This is Founder Wisdom, where we'll answer that question by distilling advice from our founders in the books or courses they recommend. And then we'll show you how we are applying that knowledge ourselves. I talked to Matt Fernandez, a senior editor with Finding Founders, about how to just understand things better. And we took a stab at trying to understand Bitcoin. We definitely didn't reach the end of the rabbit hole, but I think we learned about the process and how to apply it in general to the rest of our lives. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about something called the Feynman Learning Technique. The, the overview of this concept is you have to choose a concept you want to learn about, pretend you are teaching it to a student in grade six and identify gaps in your explanation. So you have to go back to the source material uh, to better understand it. And then there's a process of reviewing and simplifying. But basically uh, the Feynman technique was developed by this guy or whose last name was Feynman. And it boils down to the concept of like, What is the the difference between knowing something and knowing the name of something? So uh, the most common analogy used uh, about this is saying like, okay, I know the name of this bird, but I don't know anything past that. I don't know about uh, how it came to be. I don't know its eating habits or uh, any, any uh, host of things that you would need to know about birds. But I know the name, and because I know the name, it might seem to a bystander that I am very knowledgeable about this bird. But in reality, I just know the name. And if you tried to plunge the depths of my knowledge about that bird, I would come up empty-handed. Let's start with Bitcoin. So, Matt when i say the word bitcoin can you tell me everything you know about that
1: i know that it's a cryptocurrency i know you can like either make huge money off it or you can lose huge money off it and that's the extent of my knowledge of
0: bitcoin So we have, you gave me basically two data points, right? You said uh, you knew it is a cryptocurrency and you can make or lose huge amounts of money, which would maybe just in a term, it's uh, an investment, right? So, you know, it's a cryptocurrency and it can be an investment. Yeah. So let's, let's define what a cryptocurrency is. Do you know what a cryptocurrency is?
1: It's more of a conceptual currency. It's not like actual money, but it depends on like how many people are backing it. From what I understand, I could be completely wrong, which I probably am.
0: Now, I guess, I mean, if we're unsure, let's dive deeper. So let's look up the definition of cryptocurrency. And so what we're doing right now is we're saying, OK, where's the gap in our knowledge? We have recognized that we have a gap in our knowledge. that We don't know what cryptocurrency is. And so now we need to figure out, OK, what is that? And then as we discover that definition, is there anything else that we don't know in terms of terms and words? So I'm looking at cryptocurrency right now. Um, And it says cryptocurrency is a digital currency that can be used to buy goods and services, but uses an online ledger with strong cryptography to secure online transactions. So the words that jump out to me are online ledger, cryptography. And I feel like those are the two main ones that jumped out to me. I I don't know. Can you define any of those?
1: I feel like online ledger might just be like, the record of who's bought Bitcoin, that's that's what that's what I would initially guess it would mean just by knowing what like a ledger is as, as
0: a, a bookkeeping book. <laughs> right. And and then the I guess the if we peel back the onion on that, what an online ledger or how they do the online ledger is through the blockchain, which uh, could you define that? No. All right, neither could I. So let's let's back this up. Oh my God, this is, see, see like, I think we chose a really hard topic.
1: was hard, dude.
0: <laughs> what I found is cryptography is the mathematical and computational practice of encoding and decoding data, which basically to put it simpler, it's a bunch of computer stuff that either can show something or make it secret. Right. And and what that does is when you reveal something that's like, oh, this person has money and when you make it secret, it just makes sure that uh, that you can't like break into their account. Oh, no, I'm I'm getting out of my depth here. (laughs) Um, And uh, and so I think that's what mining does is it like the miners are encrypting, uh, encoding and decoding all the data for the entire chain. As more uh, as more transactions are happening and more of the currency is circulating, the amount of work required to solve these intense problems uh, increases. You think? <laughs> how are we doing so far, Matt?
1: What I can say about this method is I like how it forces you to acknowledge what you don't know because a lot of people don't like acknowledging they don't know stuff.
0: And for now, I feel like we can stop right here, but what the the process is, is is basically the same. What we're trying to do is look at like definitions and just say, does this make sense to me completely? Can I recite it and and try to teach it to someone who doesn't know anything about the topic? And then if I can't, let's go further down the rabbit hole until I understand it enough to teach it. With that second step, pretending you were teaching it to a student in grade six is less about Less about pretending and more about well, like what Matt said, admitting that you don't know as much as you think you do, and just because you know the words doesn't mean you actually know what they mean. Matt, what do you think about this process, and how do you think you can use it in uh, your life just to understand things better?
1: And I, I like the aspect that you're you're trying to teach it to a sixth grade level uh, person because it was something that we were taught in a mock trial is that the average American juror, which I guess you can extrapolate to the larger American populace at large only has an eighth grade education on average so by bringing it down to that level you're bringing it down to a level that everyone can understand regardless of, of their walk of life so i really like that um in regards to using it in real life i i i could use it all the time because i mean uh i am a camp counselor so dealing with kids i have the uh, um the need to do this sometimes when i'm explaining things to kids So you can't explain A lot of the time when when you have a concept, if you try to explain it with jargon, you not only end up confusing the person more, but you make yourself look like you don't understand it because you're using such confusing terms that just ends up making everyone even more confused. But by simplifying it, you can kind of demonstrate that you do have that grasp of
0: the material. I'm like fairly convinced that jargon is jargon is an invisibility cloak to mask your ignorance. And like at the, the smartest people don't need to use that. And I don't think people like, I don't think in general, like anyone should use that. You should try to always make it as simple and easily digestible as if possible. You
1: understand the concept. You're able to distill it down to its most
0: basic points. Make sure if you want to try to understand something, pretend that you're 12 and realize sometimes you don't know words as well as you think you do.